0: is imperative. We've lost the rhythm No, no, wait, Steve, say that one more time On Free what? the rhythm <laughs> Wait, say, Steve, say that one I'm more th- No, I'm not high-fiving I'm telling you to <laughs> shut up Mike is a class-half-full kind of guy. <laughs> Anytime someone's like, stop, Mike's like, all right, my man. On what? Uh, on this week's episode of the Song Topsy Report, Steve, where we dissect bad, bizarre, or otherwise noteworthy music to figure out how it died. I am, fresh in 2020, Nick Brigadier. I'm sipping my
1: tea, Mike Russell. And I'm wondering how Nick's going to edit that <laughs> beginning, Steve Trollinger.
0: No, Steve, it's, it's actually quite easy. Um, actually, no. Why, why did I say that? It's very it's, difficult. Actually, the things you guys make me go through.
1: Ah, we got him to admit it. His job's a joke. We're the real talent here.
2: Feast hey, re- upon us. We're the
1: real talent here. Cut to last week when we couldn't do a mic or I couldn't do a show because Nick couldn't use
0: his mouth. No. Oh yes, and Mike was apparently in a cave to record his section of his. Oh
2: my god, that sounded terrible. Where were you? I was listen. So I, I was spelunking. My girlfriend
0: texted me. She's like, Nick, this sounds
2: rough. Why didn't you add, You know what? First, I was, first, why oh, didn't I edit
0: it better? I did everything I could. Nah, nah, I nah. was
2: spelunking in a cave in Mexico. Nick, I offered you a retape and you said it, it's fine. Now, I was in the same place I recorded when I was a guest on that other podcast, the American Slacker Podcast. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it sounded that hollow for them. Do you that, remember? That must mean it's Nick's fault. Or the Ron microphone was hooked up. To, I, I could have sworn I changed the input on, on the computer. Oh, were you using like a
0: USB mic? Yes. I swear it was recording through the computer, Mike. It must have been. Well,
2: Nick, we should have re-recorded it. Well, you know You know what? I'm gonna re-record it and you can fix that many things. No, stuff. you know
0: what? The listeners got to hear sexism in video games, which warms the cockles of my heart. Um I hear
1: that shit is totally lame.
0: <laughs> I, I would almost revisit that maybe a little later in the future, just to hear your in, your your take on it. But If you are a new listener and have not listened to any of the prior content we're discussing, welcome to the show, and happy 2020. This is our first real episode of the new decade. We made it! We did. A new decade of several that will continue for the Song Topsy Report.
2: This this year of this decade, 2020 vision, man, it's all about clarity, huh? Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: What are we going to talk about this new decade? Something that will bring us together, I bet. Uh, Like the new Star Wars movie. Or, uh, or, uh, uh, oh, hey, war in Iran. Or, uh, no. hey, I just heard a thing about uh, vaccines. Hey, <laughs> what I, are we talking about? What's gonna bring us together? I
2: Australia's on fire right Australia now. Australia
1: might be on fire. <laughs> oh, so. yes,
2: yes, no. <laughs> uh, despite- Australia listeners, I love you all. Yes, Beam yes. Be safe. If you need a place to go, just. Fly to America and stay on my couch. If you need like, a place to go, buy
0: a super expensive plane. I was going to say, if yes. your house burned and you've lost all of your belongings, fly to another
2: Sp- country. Is that Spend the recommendation? Twenty
1: hours in the air and then crash on a stranger's hey, couch.
2: I have room for at least six Australians in my apartment, and I would gladly. Australians
1: are
0: that. compact. You're right; they can fit. <laughs> no, but no, see, so they're very broad people. That you maybe three. No, but our, our, obviously our hearts go out to Australia. Please donate if you live anyplace else or are in a position to help. I donate. Did you guys donate? I did, I do, I did donate, yes. I donated to something. We'll leave it at that. But <laughs> you can put on your taxes, man. But Steve, to answer your question as to what can unite us, I'll tell you what can unite us. Pets singing death metal. <laughs> Now I, you I already feel closer to you. Now thank you Steve. I do too and not just physically. Now you the listener, you might be wondering how this can possibly be. Pets can't sing. What's going on here?
1: Uh, well, no not one of those not according to many BuzzFeed memes of dogs singing along to songs going
0: Oh like the husky going I raru.
2: Exactly. That
0: was actually really good, Mike.
2: Yeah, Mike, actually, we brought uh, we brought a husky
0: into the studio with us. Say, say it again. Say it again.
2: <laughs> oh, Mike, does good
0: boy.
1: A, Mike does a great impression of a dog saying things a human says. <laughs> it's almost as if he's a human who says things that humans say.
0: The question isn't whether it's impressive that Mike can do it,
2: Steve. It's just he's doing a fairly good job. Uh, but no, so, so but not all impersonations have to be fucking human, Steve. You know, I like to go outside of the box. But
0: you know what? I'm, like w- w- While dogs have come up, um, you might be wondering, dear listener, well, dogs can't actually phonetically speak English, so how can they sing? In other words, what genre of music do you not need to understand what the vocalist is saying? And the answer to that, dear listener, is death metal. You know, and today we are covering two death, different death metal bands that have a different animal as a vocalist. Two of them. Two there's of them. Two? There's two. I thought two. there was there's only one out no. there. No. Oh no. No, Mike. The the world of metal is a wonderful all inclusive space. You know what? Metal is actually pretty inclusive, and the fact it's inclusive of additional species. Move over reggae. I haven't heard a dog barking Bob Marley covers. But if any of our <laughs> listeners are aware of that, please send it along. We will do it on a listener submitted episode.
2: <laughs>
1: A dog barking, Buffalo Soldier. Yeah, yes, we gathered that, Steve. Uh, no, you
0: did. Mike's not, looking at me. But with now, like, Steve, Mike doesn't understand. Uh, uh, Steve, now I would then go so far as to say that was a very good impression of a human trying to sound like a dog doing an impression of <laughs> Buffalo Soldiers. You're right; it was. Uh, Thank you, Nick. But no, we are discussing two different bands, uh, and the first one we're going to be discussing is a band called Caninus. Now, we're going to get into the history of this, but you have to you you have to hear what this sounds like. So we're going to play a little bit of the song Brindle Brickheads by k us Just a little sample just so you can understand what uh, a dog-fronted... It's actually got two different vocalists. Uh, grindcore band sounds like. <laughs>
2: He's speaking to me, man. To my soul, Exa- yeah? It, re- it oh. just cuts
0: through all the clutter that, like, lyrics muddle up, and you just are feeling like a passionate gut punch. It's like a right, Doug.
1: I only have one thing to say. rut row Raggy.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. If they had done a Scooby-Doo cover, it would have been perfect. Missed oh, opportunity.
2: Like, there, Scoob.
0: <laughs> uh, Yours is a sort of Michael. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> You're freaking me out, man. <laughs> oh Strike down the unbelievers. <laughs> uh,
0: but caninus was, and unfortunately, it's the past tense because both of their vocalists have died. Um, but they were a. Oh, no. The, what kind of doggy illness did he have? Uh, they were pit bull terriers. Ah. <sighs> Uh, but Caninus was a death grind band formed as a side project by guitarist Justin Brannon, Rachel Rosen, drummer Colin Thundercurry, and two female Pitbull Terriers, Budgie and Basil.
1: Man, I tried Thundercurry once. I was in the bathroom all night.
0: <laughs> well, Steve, I feel like with a name like that, you could have anticipated the end result. My end certainly didn't. Ha <laughs> ha That's a little, little blue humor for your new decade and song topsy report well I don't
1: know you already started the show off with telling these people, telling our listeners that some dogs are dead the dogs die of old age Steve I hope that's not news to you. Just saying. Yeah, saying, trying to start off on a positive note. You're like, by the way, these dogs are dead.
2: Yeah, what, what about all the listeners that just lost a dog there, Nick? You gotta get the trigger warnings ready for our folks, man. I don't
0: think stating that dogs have died requires a trigger warning. So many things could trigger so many people in different ways, Mike. I can try to do my best, but I can't prepare for everything. That being said, Caninus <laughs> was signed to War Torn Records and had three releases, including a split with a band called Hatebeak, which we will be getting into later. Uh, (laughs) Hate Beak. Hate Beak. Three guesses as to who their vocalist is. But unfortunately for this band, uh, their one vocalist, uh, Basil, died uh, in 2011, and then Budgie, I had to do some research and found, died in 2016. So unfortunately, this band is no more. But (sighs) they, they did not leave us before putting out several classic songs and the only interview because i was trying to find research on uh the two bands that we're covering today and of course vice was the only news site that did any interview with this band you can't it's very hard to find anything else Uh, but they did shed some light on kind of how this all began so vice asked um the founding members how the idea came to use dogs as vocalists and they said, uh, quote, We were all fans of grindcorn death metal bands, and we noticed one day that our dogs could growl with the best of them. We learned how to safely get them to growl and bark along to the music, and Caninus was born. We got a lot of backlash that we were actually, that we were actually recording the dogs fighting, but that's bullshit. Hasn't any, and then they actually said, Mike, hasn't anyone seen the husky that can say, quote, I love you?
2: <laughs> Plus, like, when dogs are playing... This is the dogs are playing, dude. A little fun, ground. Of course they do. It's great. It's dogs being dogs, man. Just let yeah, the dogs be dogs. And
0: to my point that I said earlier, uh, Vice asked, "Do you find their voices more powerful than humans?" And they said, "Hell yeah, they're born to do it. The intensity is there, and the dogs have an important message to get across because this band is very anti-animal abuse, pro-vegan. They kind of use the pit bulls as a way to uh, convey that message.
2: Stop tying us up and making us fight." Brr.
0: You know only the dogs can respond with rough rough, rough, but essentially i think I think if you really listen carefully you can you can interpret that message
2: oh man i had a, I had a dog one time i had a, I had this dog when I was a kid, his name was max, and uh, I wish I had recorded him when he was in the bathroom when kids would come over. He was the kind of dog you had to lock up in the bathroom because he was so aggressive and vicious that he would like want to... What rip, kind rip, of rip.
0: dog was Max? He
2: was an Airedale Terrier, which was the things that would murder the stuff that they'd get when they were out on hunts at hunting expeditions back in the day. What a great thing to be known for. Oh, yeah, it's the thing that comes in for the kill and just rips its neck up, you know? So So you uh, had that as your pet? Yeah, yeah and um, okay. and so I had, a, I had a field trip in the third grade to my house anyway I had all these kids over but dude Max fucking clawing at the for hours Juh. and I feel like now after hearing this like maybe he had some beautiful like, but like dulcet tones to that say. he
0: just I would have loved to hear him sing uh, Ride, Ride, right, Will Go Ron by Celine Dion do a cover of that
2: I just told you my dog would like want to rip things to shreds, kill kill the border collie he's clearly, down the street. He's clearly and you're a, he's a Max Celine is clearly Dion? a
0: passionate dog. And what song is more passionate than "My Heart Will Go On" by Celine Dion? He's
2: definitely a death metal dog, dude. Get <laughs> out! Oh my. God.
0: I'm just saying you shouldn't pigeonhole him into one category. Maybe he has a breadth of songs he could have sung when he wasn't trying to murder all of your friends <laughs> when they came over to your house.
1: They're sweet, supple neck, (laughs) meek.
0: But no, regarding the concepts of the songs, the band said uh, that most of the songs concern issues that pit bulls face today. They're the most misunderstood and abused breed out there. The lyrics give the dogs perspective on all they face as pit bull and as dogs, especially when they said, "Rough
2: life's rough, Nick. Life is fucking rough. And if anyone's gonna be able to tell you it's a dog, it's a dog. They can only say rough." (laughs) That's all I can say, Nick, because their life is rougher than any. Have you? You know what? Oh, I'll tell you. I've been in. I've been in some, some hard times in life. And when I am doing. You've been it, like, in the human kennel. I have been in the. And you know what? They treat you like a dog in there. So I. I, I know what it's like. Oh, they're. I'm not even going <laughs> to get into it. Who? Who was? Who was writing
1: like down the onomatopoeias for animals, and then got to like cow, and the cow went moo. Okay, moo. M o o. Okay, that's what they say. And then listen to the chicken and the chicken went buck 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 buck. Okay, buck, buck, buck. That's what the chicken sounds like. Went to a dog and the dog says, Rr. And then the guy wrote, Rough. That's definitely what I heard. Rough. He said rough. Rough. Yep. I'm hearing it. He's saying rough.
2: He's not are you sure he's really pronouncing the th on that? Yeah.
1: <laughs> Just saying he may he may have wanted to do a little bit more research. Maybe on the dog automatically. Maybe the
0: one dog he did that with was the most articulate, well-spoken dog who literally just said, "Rough, rough." Nope, I don't need to do a cross section of any other dogs. I've got all the information that I need.
1: Hey man, my dog. We form a double act. I, t- I ask him questions like, "Hey Butchie, Butchie, how's the wife?" Rough. Hey, I know what you're saying. Hey, how's the job going? Rough. Hey, I get that too. What kind of sex are you like? Rough. Oh man, I know what you're talking about.
0: But so, unfortunately, like I said, both of the vocalists have died and the band is no more. I don't know if there will ever be like a successor that takes over. Uh, as far as I could tell in my research, this band never played live, which I feel could like be difficult to do. Like,
2: you look outraged. How dare you, Nick, underestimate the talents of these pitbulls in the wake of their deaths. Do you know That's how so they can't be there to show you that they Do could you know do it. how
0: loud it would be in any concert venue to and to make dogs have to sit there and bark on cue?
2: These dogs sing from the soul, Nick. Alright.
0: <laughs> Mike is grabbing the, his chest. The, the
2: band better keep up with the vocalists. That's how it goes. Alright? You
0: sound like such a diva. Also. The <laughs> band better keep up with the vocalists.
2: Also, could you imagine a pet friendly concert? Huh? Imagine all the other pit bulls that could come out. You could make Oh, oh and, so wait—the audience or other dogs? Your short-sightedness. Your short-sightedness on the uh, on what, what this band could have done for shelter dogs nationwide. At a at they could have done a shelter adop- tour at an adoption event. Yeah, yeah, they could have done a shelter tour, and they could have brought out the all- shelter. tour.
1: <laughs> Poor janitorial staff of that venue, though.
0: <laughs> to be honest, it's probably still better than Coachella.
2: <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, God. This is so much better than cleaning up human filth. Somehow humans managed to... Like, dogs only have, like, the one kind of filth. Somehow humans managed to come up with new forms of filth to leave. Dogs, they poop and they pee. Humans, oh, God, no. I wish it was just poop and pee. They found combinations I didn't know existed.
2: You know, it's funny. I picked up a lot of dog shit, no problem. But, boy, if I saw human shit out on the street, I'd be very concerned.
0: Like, you live in New York City. You have seen it.
2: Ugh. I was
0: on a train where I saw a man mid taking a <clears throat> shit on a bench, Mike, okay?
2: Uh, oh, we gotta do something about that. These poor people, they need a place to poop. <laughs> Why don't you give people places to poop? <laughs> Asking the tough questions here
0: on the screen. For this God's God sakes, here.
2: all the fucking money in this city and people can't poop anywhere?
0: Yeah, Bill de Blasio. <laughs> Get your shit together.
2: <laughs> a dissection is
0: imperative. But getting back to caninus, here's another song that they did. This song is called No Dogs, No Masters. And I will say, for the two bands we're covering, I did appreciate the small amount of puns that they were able to work into a lot of the titles. Gee,
1: I wonder what this one will sound like. The listeners couldn't see this, but Mike was attempting to dance to the melody of a death metal song. not He wasn't headbanging. He wasn't, like, moshing. He was trying to straight-up ballroom dance to a melody for a death metal
2: song. It was that beautiful, and Steve, you must feel so fucking stupid now after how different these dogs sounded in this song. Are you kidding? The different pitch of barks, the the different little snarl They're, growls. Oh my god! And the different. And of course, you gotta give it to the background band, the the instrumental. I that mean- was not played by dogs. I will say. <laughs>
0: I mean, listen. This song that we're listening to—it's only 47 seconds long. I don't Thank think it over—I don't <laughs> think it overstays its welcome. I think it, it really hits the point and then moves on. The album this came from—the album—is like 12 minutes long.
1: I wish some human beings had a little bit more sense about how long their album
0: should be. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, this is not the worst vocal performance we've covered on this podcast
2: by far. I'm not. Upset? and My ears aren't bleeding. I'm full of smiles right now. Yeah, I could listen to dogs. You know, I think dog. You know what? Dog. Dog vocals is like uh, the unfound treasures of like you know d- cute dog videos. I you think, think. I think there needs to be more dog vocalist things out there. Don't you have a Don't you have a Christmas album about dogs?
0: Uh, there's a there's a goat Christmas oh, album, goat. which is just goats <laughs> bleeding to Christmas classics.
1: Should we create a new social media platform? Like TikTok, but we'll call it like Bow Wow or something. Oh
0: my God, Steve! That's genius. Steve. You can't give that away for free. Oh, sorry. There's so there's so many listeners, entrepreneurial listeners, like in Silicon Valley, who are going to make that app, and we've already lost that money because that is a fantastic idea.
2: Just Dubs Bow Wow. You because be how many times?
0: How many times? Like on your Instagram feed or in YouTube, do you just look for like cute? pet videos to feel good about yourself
1: that just that just sounds like the beginning of the really crappy late night infomercial for this
0: <laughs> have you
1: ever found yourself going through post after post of your social media you see a black
0: white photo of steve scrolling and just throwing really his really frustratingly up like <sighs> How,
1: are you tired of looking through all of your posts just to find the one or two funny dog
0: videos introducing bow wow <laughs>
1: Someone opening a cabinet and like a bunch of cans falling out, and then looking so like it happened, like just like
0: <laughs> exhaustingly <laughs> at the camera, like my life is terrible. I think you might be onto something, Steve. Uh, and uh, also, I will say the the name K9us that does sound like a decent conjugation of dogs and a death metal band. But I f- I just feel like considering they were so good with some of like the puns and the song titles, I feel like there's so many other metal band pun names that they could have come up with. And I certainly haven't thought of any.
1: I was going to say, oh man, please God, if you're listening, if you're still listening after you struck Nick down last week, I mean, make make it so that he didn't have a list of these prepared for the episode. It's a small
0: list, but I'm just saying, they could have called themselves Canned Kibble corpse. They could have called themselves (laughs) The Bone is Buried in Me. They could have been uh, Snip Nuts. Not not Slip Nuts. Uh Slip Nuts. Panterrier, uh Devontown Sit, uh Lamb of Dog, and Paul Mona marth how about okay, all
1: right, um how about this black Labbeth?
2: yeah I win <laughs> tenacious d. For dog?
0: Yes. Tenacious D, 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 D for why dog. Do, no, I love that. Mike, high five. <laughs> why do both of my co-hosts insist on
1: just continuing to talk after I have so obviously won slash finished a segment? It is so obvious in your head, Steve. I don't understand why you, both of you, can't just let a thing I said lie. Oh, like a dog. No, why not like that? a dog.
2: <laughs> That's good. Like, you're on fire, You're Steve. very
0: funny, Steve.
1: It's like I did the. It's like I did the entirety of who's on first, and then uh, like there's a momentary pause, and then Mike says, "Cause their names are the who and the what. That's why." <laughs> but why's on fifth?
2: I gotta be there for for, for the little people, Steve. Who are the little people yes. <laughs> How? Who are the little people
1: to you that you are not a little person?
2: <laughs> hey. Well, I mean, most
1: people are Mike's. Mike,
2: you're like, what, 6'4"? Oh, Nick always adds inches on, and I appreciate it. I add inches to every end of you, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, 6'4",
1: buck 90, 200, solid muscle, long, wavy, blonde hair, crystal clear blue eyes. Jeez. But he sounds like that, folks. <laughs> I'm sorry. If that's the deal breaker...
2: We can't all be we can't be flawless in every way, you know.
1: Everything we've said is absolutely true, but he still sounds like that.
0: But to conclude, Caninus, um, they sir, they, they I th- I think we can say they universally brought some joy because the group they were avid human uh, animal rights activists. They promoted veganism, adopting homeless pets, uh, and protesting pit bull misconceptions. Some of the other song titles included "Bite the Hand That Breeds You," "Locking Jaws." And fuck the American Kennel Club. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So their time has come and gone, but their music is still available on all streaming platforms. So give them a listen. You know, here, here's some of what Basil and uh, Budgie had to bark about. But they were not the only animal to front a death metal band. This brings us to another band called Hate Beak. Now... Now, can you guys, without looking at the screen that is obviously showing it in front of you, take, I've already a, wild, seen it. take a wild stab at uh, what animal is the vocalist of Hatebeak?
2: I, well, I, I already. I, the, is it a parrot? <gasps>
0: Mike, astute observation. Yes, it is an African gray parrot. Uh, this is a little bit of the song Seven Perches by Hatebeak. You're grimacing.
2: It's not what I expected.
0: What were you expecting? Also, birds are terrifying. <laughs> Hell yeah! That's why they're great metal vocalists. I will say this that, was this was alarming.
2: It is as off-putting uh, as like the first time I listened to death metal. So I suppose that they accomplished something with that. Okay, like, it was very jarring. Okay, and it hurt my ears. Okay, um, I guess we're doing a sandwich of like good thing, <laughs> bad thing, good thing. Um, listen, when you told me there was going to be a parrot, I was expecting like. Some words, my expectations were a bit higher. Okay.
1: <laughs> I know why the cage bird moshes. <laughs> Just in case you had another list prepared.
0: <laughs> if I did, that would have superseded all of mine. Uh, but Hate Beak <laughs> is a death metal band formed by Blake Harrison and Mark Sloan featuring Waldo, a gray parrot. Uh, Who is 25 years old.
1: Wait, hold on. To kill a thrashing bird. (laughs) If you don't hear me say anything for like 10 minutes, like (laughs) 10 minute interviews for the rest of this episode, it is because I'm actively not listening to Nick and Mike anymore, and I'm making these up in my head. Steve,
0: I'm pretty sure that's just what your conversations are like. You just kind of sit quietly in your own world until you think of something clever and just blurt it out. But please,
1: (laughs) I'm just telling them if they don't hear from me for like five minutes, that's why.
0: All right, so Mike, between you and me, Uh, we will discuss Hate Beak. Hatebeak is reported to be the first band to have an avian vocalist. And the, the quote from an article I read said, uh, Waldo, a 25-year-old African gray parrot, is the world's only heavy metal rocker with wings. The feathered frontman screeches brain-rattling songs for the Baltimore-based three-quote-unquote man studio project. I,
2: th- uh, I think Steve's going to say something.
0: Oh, Steve, do you have another clever one?
1: The bird rage. <laughs> <laughs> All right, continue the episode.
0: All right, thank you. The the remainder of the episode would just be broken up intermittently by whatever clever thing Steve has come up with. So uh,
2: so so you says a three man so a three a three bird band three. So,
0: well two humans and a bird so three individual project two oh there's
2: something there come on. <laughs> no, I, <laughs> guys this episode can't be you just thinking
0: of clever things and not actively engaging and discussing the group that's Nick's job uh, but the impetus for this to form this band was. Um, Blake uh, Harrison, one of the founders, said, quote, how stupid would it be if we had a parrot for a singer? That was basically where it started. <laughs> they had a bird, uh, and, it, and they said, uh, it makes sense because of the mimicry and the type of stuff parrots can do. We thought up a name, drew up the logo, and it made us laugh, so we were like, okay, let's do it.
1: I don't understand why you... I mean, yeah, the... I mean, it's obvious, Nick, that they did this whole thing for a lark, Nick got it. All right, oh, you, gotta stop, just got it. you gotta
2: stop robbing um, Steve of all these great <laughs> jokes, Nick, and give him some credit.
0: No, it's it's not Nick's fault. It took guys, him a minute a, to realize guys, what I a, said. Guys, I have a question. I have an honestly serious question. Is what you're doing to me what I seem to be like to you at all times? Yeah, but we do it
1: slower. Yeah. <laughs> it, it It's not. It's not part of our psyche, so it takes more of an effort on our on okay. our uh, So. It seems like they're doing this for a lark, but um, I don't. I don't get why you would go through all the trouble of, uh, and this is a real thing, uh, of doing a like a death metal or hardcore type metal song with a bird as your frontman and not use any member of the Corvus family. Like you don't use ravens, you don't use crows, you don't use any. F- well, even as it's like a duet like mythologically tr- like attached to death entities or spirits of some kind
2: oh my god Steve you're so you're so smart gross what, dude, you, you literally for a death metal band can have a murder like a murder yeah. as
1: your vocalist
2: Yeah, like get the fuck ravens, out of here ravens
1: but- ravens lim- are in many different mythologies like liminal creatures like creatures that take souls to an afterlife they're birds of death. And also, they are just as smart, if not smarter, than parrots in terms of being able to both mimic human speech and learn things.
0: But it's one thing to... They already had the parrot as the pet. It's one thing to try to find a crow, domesticate it,
2: and make it your vocalist. Look, I mean, it, crows and ravens you are members you of have. the same
1: family, but a raven would be far superior. I'm just saying.
2: Oh, my God. I want to imagine if you could teach a parrot... Uh, uh, a bunch of poetry, and then he could be, uh, like, and then read like the Raven, and then he could be Edgar Allan Parrot.
1: You had me until the end. Oh, you had me until you tripped on the you tripped on the ten yard line. Oh,
0: <laughs> Although I would love, I would love in some way, shape, or form for it to exist, for there to be a recording of a parrot reading the Raven.
2: That's what I'm saying. All right, Nevermore. <laughs> We did
0: not,
1: and, do and that then that another, way. and the camera pans to another Raven going,
0: "You stole my job." Yeah. <laughs> uh, but Steve, once again, because Vice did the only interview with this band, uh, they did bring up the question. It's been twelve years since the band formed, and you've put out four records. Why keep it going after the initial joke? And <laughs> I don't know why this seemed like a very Mike That's... Russell answer, but they answered, "Quote because we keep thinking of things that make us laugh." Part of it is coming up with goofy song titles, song titles that are puns on pre-existing well-known metal songs. I guess a better answer for an interview would be, we still have some things we want to say, but that's absolutely not true. As long as we keep having fun and keep getting a kick out of it, we're in good shape.
2: I, despite my uh, initial, like, uh, like... Uh, Vivid repulsion to the song. <laughs> Vivid, Mike, my, <laughs> I wish,
0: oh God, I wish I could, I wish I took a picture of what your face looked like when the song started playing.
2: Uh, I respect this band, because yeah. that's, what it, that's what life's about. If you're not having fun, you're doing it wrong. So the fact that they are like twelve years in with this parrot, and
0: African grey parrots live a long time. Domesticated, they live forty to sixty years. So he's only middle aged right now. We could have a long career for hate beak.
2: Oh my god, maybe I'll buy a parrot.
0: Do you want that commitment for like the rest of your life? Just
2: my little buddy, all the time, forever. Twenty
0: twenty one news alert: <laughs> Parrot dead at
1: human hands.
2: No. And Mike, I mean
0: this I mean this with all respect and concern for you as, as a dear friend, but considering these African gray parrots lived to 60 years, I'm pretty sure they'd outlive you. <sighs> Nick!
2: You're probably not, I mean, 90. Yeah. Yeah, 90 would be a tough one. Mike, to you
0: reach. strike me, you've always struck me as someone who's here for a good time, not a long time.
2: Oh, my God. God, Nick. You know, here I always thought maybe triple digits, but maybe that's just that out of the realm of possibility. Would you want to live to triple
0: digits when all your friends are dead? Would you want to still be around? Eh, fuck them. I'll make new friends. Yeah? (laughs) You would be the most fun person in a nursing home, Mike. No, I I would be... Messing around with the nurses. Oh, that sly Russell Uh, dog. That little terrier. That
1: shit's not cool anymore, Nick.
0: No, but he, he does it in an endearing way. Mike knows the line, and he doesn't cross it. That's the kind of Hey, the old. nurse
2: is digging. The nurse is digging, Steve. What are you supposed to do? <laughs>
1: Don't you know those homes are like cesspools of sexually transmitted
2: diseases? But at that point, what have you got to lose? <laughs> you know, not, everything already hurts. I mean, who cares if it burns the pee at that point, right?
1: <laughs> well, with that prostate, you're certainly not peeing that often, so oh. I'm sure you're fine. Steve, how often have you said that sentence? At least three well, times Well, with today. that prostate... At least three times today. <laughs>
0: Now, you listen, you listen here. I must prostate. Protest. I must protest. Sorry, what were we talking about? Steve. How many you?
1: Freudians does it take to screw in a penis? I mean, light bulb. A light bulb. Screw in a light bulb. How many Freudians does it take to screw your mom? I mean, a, a light bulb. Penis.
0: Shit. <laughs> Sir, this is a Wendy's drive through <laughs> All right, I'll have a Whopper Jr. then. Uh... But the question did come up, and th- this this just kind of scared me as just someone who did not know much about African Grey parrots, just how smart they were. They say, how did you encourage Waldo to perform? And uh, they answered, uh, he likes bananas, dehydrated banana chips, stuff like that. That kind of makes him comfortable. Weird story. Waldo likes bananas, and he also likes crackers. So we gave him dehydrated banana chips, and he pieced it together, and he called them banana crackers on his own.
2: What it's a, a little creepy. Bird. You're like, what else do you know? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Steve looked bemused, and Mike just looks confused. i got to give it to this parrot. It sounds like he's doing a bunch of different animal voices. I feel like I'm out in the jungle, you know? Yeah? And I, and I, and I like that. But I'm also like, why? They didn't give him one word. Well, the way it like, is. Just on the news the other day, okay, because you know, par- for for anyone who doesn't realize, as you well, parents can talk, right? Yes. On the on the news the other day, this guy was uh, out fixing his truck, and the police come in. They, and there's video of it. The police come over, and you and you can hear the audio, and it's not. It's a, sounds like a woman's voice screaming, "Help me! Help me! Let me out! Let me out! Help me!" And they're like, uh, "Sir, are you? What's going?" on? And then he goes inside, and he comes out with this parent. And the parrot's screaming, like, help me, let me out. And then I was like, but who taught the bird to say that?
0: Maybe he watches a lot of CSI.
1: Or there's a dead woman in that basement.
0: Well, would a dead woman be screaming, help me, Steve? <laughs> Come on.
1: Well, no. Amateur
0: detective here.
1: <laughs> well, no, he had to kill her after the cops came by.
0: Okay, knows way too much about this, Stephen Trollinger.
1: <laughs> look, look, I'm just saying, you know, I, 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 I study things. I know the mind of a killer.
0: Steve, save your first date conversation for another time. We're recording a podcast.
2: So, so what I'm saying is, if this bird can pick up pick up the lyrics from a from a woman trapped in a basement, then why the hell can't like two guys teach the bird to like say stuff for their song? Well, they said
0: they did actually mention like the songwriting process, and they said that it starts with them like coming up with riffs and stuff, and they say they will record that, um, and then they say. If we like it, we put, uh, we'll put a microphone in front of Waldo or have someone else put a microphone in front of him and get anywhere from 10 to 40 minutes of him just doing what he does. And then we cut it up, move it around, shift it, put it over top of the music, and that's it. We put distortion on it or some various effects, and that's basically it. So it's more like they start by writing music and then having Waldo do what he does, and then putting that with the music. They don't start with Waldo singing a song and then like writing music around it, which, I don't know, Mike, maybe that would be a more innovative way. But the songwriting
2: process... You have a parrot! Okay, Like this, this is one song, it's fine. And maybe, Nick, maybe they get I, I mean, I haven't listened to... I listen to-, to
0: two or three songs, it's mostly squawking.
2: It's squawking. It's you know what that's that's underutilizing your talents because they are afraid of being outshined and I'm telling you someone needs to pick up this parrot get him in a contract and start writing him some lyrics just get 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 a pen I was like, just into saying. his into his little
1: claw just <laughs> as he's his little foot claws trying to like pick up the pen and then <laughs> sign with <Capital> it. Capitol Records. <laughs> 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 Barry Gordy. Barry Gordy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So you think they're afraid that their vocalist is going to outshine them as musicians? Oh,
2: you know, just like any any typical back, you know, backup band members trying to hold down the star of the show. Like that's it, man. I just and then and then at some point, <laughs> listen,
0: the ego of our vocalist is too much, man. You see, like groupies going off with
2: Waldo into the back room. He's got the sunglasses on, <laughs> a little cocaine on his beak. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what did he say? He said, "You don't even know." You don't even. You can't comprehend. He said, "That's." Uh, I'm, I'm going back to my trailer.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm just imagining little headphones on this parrot as he's recording. <laughs> Can we play it again? <laughs> <laughs> he's got his little feather just holding the headphones in. I oh, like this image. Right.
1: I'll show you how it's done. Flies back out into the recording booth and then just using his little claw foot to like move the move the <laughs> dials up and down.
2: He just flies in and then flies back. I just want to do an entire movie based on the Parrot lead singer of a death metal band going from zero to fucking
0: hero. Listen, they made Bohemian Rhapsody. They made Rocket Man. We can do the Hate Beak biographical movie.
1: And then the Parrot's husband gets drunk and kills himself. And uh, the parrot does this really, really like heartfelt song that they'll never perform again because it's just for the memory of his deceased spouse.
2: And then he's got he's got that bird disease. What's the... Uh... Got the bird flu. <laughs> <laughs> he's
1: got that bird disease.
2: What is it called?
1: <laughs> Snaps fingers.
2: I get well, on I the tip want, of my I tongue wanted to make sure I wasn't t- saying. What's uh, that disease birds get again? Swine flu. <laughs> You know what, guys? I'm pretty sure humans catch the swine flu. That's actually true. And I'm pretty sure humans catch the bird flu. So I wanted—I wasn't sure if it was just people catching diseases from birds or if the birds actually had the flu. Or if the birds just like, hey, I'm just a dirty animal. Well, the bird has to have the flu in order to carry it. Well, it's just a flu for birds. You mean a bird flu? Yeah, it's bird flu for you.
1: Yes, Mike. It's only for me and the medical community. No one else.
2: And the bird says you get the human flu. You know what I'm saying? Like It just depends on who's I mean, got that, the flu. Steve,
0: that's just science. I, I cannot argue with that for a variety of reasons. I don't wish to even try. <laughs> well, then let's hear more.
2: Like that part, yeah, yeah. It was, it was a noise I wasn't expecting. Well, that's the thing. Just, Mike, parrots don't have to just be saying
0: English words to resonate. Like their range is still very like large and multifaceted.
2: I know, I know, Nick. I just, they have such capabilities.
0: I understand. I understand. I do, I do, and
2: Mike, it, I do understand.
0: And Mike's
1: more from. disappointed in the bird. Well, upset.
0: well, like I said, the nice thing about um, Hatebeak is that this is still an active band. They, um, the the backing band, has said they will essentially keep this joke going for as long as they can. Uh, so there will be more Hatebeak coming out, and maybe maybe they can change their songwriting style just enough to kind of muster the full talent and range of Waldo.
1: I'm I'm waiting for the like the moment in the bridge where the featured. Uh, musician comes in and you just hear "Uh -uh 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 -uh..." and you think to yourself, that is either the lead singer of Cannibal Corpse or a hippopotamus.
0: Hippo metal, yes. But of course the obvious joke is people were saying, oh, you can't eat." I didn't even know it was an animal singing compared to death metal blah blah insert joke. Or of course, on on the YouTube videos.
1: (laughs) Blah blah insert joke is what I hear when Nick talks. It's a it's a lot like Charlie Brown. It's just wah 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 wah. Insert joke wah 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 wah.
0: But where you're hearing that insert joke is actually something hilarious that makes you buckle over with laughter.
1: Uh, it makes me buckle over, sure, with something.
0: <laughs> laughter, I know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but <laughs> there was there was some some point I was going to make about all these bands, and I'm trying to remember what it was.
1: They're delicious.
0: You want to. You want to eat the vocalist of If <laughs> Be seasoned, right?
2: Hey, Waldo was signed to a contract, Steve. You can't just eat him. Over some nice Spanish rice with a side of uh peas and carrots, you know, like Guys, I feel terrible even talking about this. It's like if you
0: were asking to eat any other vocalist of any other band we've talked about. <laughs> just uh
1: just inv- just invite him invite him over to a to a nice uh dining experience, nice night out at like Malecon or something. Just like, Rob, where's everyone else? <laughs> oh no, it's just going to be you and me. And then the chefs come from behind and grab the bird. <laughs>
2: no, no. Oh my, yo, that would be, oh. Yeah, and if there was like, um, if there was a feud with like, if there was a cat mm-hmm. death metal band, it would even make more sense and be a little, even it would be a little less dark, right? Because like, cats eat birds. So, uh, what if there's a feud between uh, Meowgadath meow, and Meowgadath, yes, me, Meowgadath and uh, and Hatepeak, yes, and then uh, you know that's how the feud goes down. Oh my god! And and for death metal community, I mean, eating a, a, sadly, a rival sadly member. Sadly enough,
0: at least in the realm of black metal, that wouldn't be the first time one band member ate another band member. Isn't that sad? <laughs> oh, what a damning indictment on the human race. <laughs> And which on is, that which note Which is
1: what we're all about here at the Song Topsy <laughs> yes. Report.
0: Uh but on that note, that is the those are two different death metal bands with animal vocalists. And by the way, the uh, Vice articles uh that I basically pulled all this from were uh by Natalie O'Neill, who covered uh Hate Beak, and Jimmy Ness, who covered uh the Caninus interview.
2: Oh, so I, I like I like that way. Great topics, you two. Yes, yes. Great topics. I,
0: you know, Vice gets a lot of shit, but like they're the only kind of news site that would seek this out and interview these people. So I appreciate that. And I appreciate I appreciate this music for existing. You know? It's different. It's noteworthy, which is, this is w- not- under the umbrella of what we are all about here on the song too. It's Report. proof
1: that absolutely no stupid idea will not make someone money. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and speaking of which, thank you for listening to our podcast. Uh yeah,
1: you can we get fucking paid. You
2: can follow us. <laughs> one on... day, one day Steve, 2020 is going to be a big year in podcast. We just it... spent a whole hour listening <laughs> to
1: animals who make more money than us.
2: <laughs> oh, it's
0: sad. Oh, well, <laughs> you put it like that, Steve. Uh, but you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Check out dapperdevilproductions.com. Uh, and you can follow me personally on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, there's some exciting stuff coming in the Dapper Devil Productions world. Um coming very soon. I'm finishing editing a web series uh, that is coming oh, up. Oh, what,
2: 15,
0: right? It might have a, a different title by the time we're done, but we will we will discuss that later. Uh, but yes, exciting stuff with that. And uh, Mr. Mike Russell, where can we find you?
2: Uh, yes, you can find me on my Instagram at mrmikerussell.com That's mrmr.dot. Uh Also, we'll be making it's, uh, some uh, TikTok videos at songtopsy. And... Um, yeah, like Nick said, yo, check out our stuff. Throw us a review on the old Apple podcast, five stars preferably. Send us in a song suggestion. I mean, I got to say, we we are due for a listener submitted. We are. We've soon. got quite a few good I, I've ones. I've been getting mad ones in from some people. and Angry some, ones, disappointed I mean, ones.
1: <laughs> just the whole gamut of human emotion. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Uh, uh, uh before before oh, you
1: yeah. get into your usual business uh my wife had an idea and I meant to just text it to you but since we're just on the air I'll just say it now out loud <laughs> okay um Instead of your asking the listeners to send us whatever crazy shit you want to hear from them via our email, that should be more of a social media post, don't you think?
2: Um, you know, I, I was wondering that. I Maybe was,
1: follow up with a social media. Like, a, uh, like instead of send, asking them to send it to our email, we do it as like a survey or like a Twitter or, uh, or I, I don't know how media, social media works, but it's more of a social Steve media. Steve is 70 years old. Steve, yeah.
2: you are so brilliant. Maybe, you know what I'm gonna start doing.
1: Again, I wasn't my idea, but I'll take it. Your,
2: your wife is, a, and, and just to prove how much of a genius she is, hold on a second, hold on a second. Ugh.
0: Yes, folks, Mike, Mike live. Is, this is Mike is taking off his headphones. He's going to his backpack. Uh, no, he's going through his coat. He's pawing through pockets. Oh, uh, I just saw the
1: title of the album. Of what? I just saw the title of the bird album. The number of the beak? Yes.
0: I just saw that. That's good.
2: All right.
0: Oh, He's got his phone. I'm
2: pulling up the Sontops to Report Instagram, and I'm going to post this This question. is
0: happening live, and by live, I mean pre-recorded by the time you hear this.
2: Hey, how do you guys, do you guys know how to make it so you can just make it? Okay, the, the so you backpack? can reach
0: me. Yeah, <laughs> Steve, where can we find you while we handle this? Right, I'm
2: going to take a photo of Steve for the post here. As I post a poll. Okay.
1: Great. I, I hope he caught me in mid sentence so I've got my mouth oh. open like a goober. <laughs>
2: uh oh, actually you look you look quite dapper there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, mm. uh, uh, Steve, today's sh- today's question's gonna be Yes. Oh Mike. Look, should I announce what the question is? Yes, do it. Yes. So then you know do if, it. if you can have any animal be in your death metal rock band, which animal would it be? Would it be a beaver? Would it be a giraffe? Or maybe your own dog, Fluffy?
1: If it was a a beaver, you could call it the damned.
2: Yes!
0: (laughs) And Steve, where can we find you?
1: Uh, At Caroline's. uh, No. uh, (laughs) With all of my fun animal jokes. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at yourmantrollo. uh, On the Dabber Devil website, Uh, you can... um, at some point, very, very soon, because I was I've, 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 re- I've re-begun <laughs> the construction of StephenTrollinger.com. Oh
0: Steve, stop lying to us. No,
1: no, no, I went I did I did some of it I did some of it today. Um, I just I, I'm in the process of doing it. I just have to wait for a certain thing to happen, and once that happens, it will be my January project, my New Year's project. To finally, get that off the ground so that mm-hmm. people who want to pay me money to be an actor and such have a place to go look at me. So, stay tuned.
0: <laughs> well, I'm on the edge of my seat, Steve, as I have been for the past two and a half years. Uh, and on that note, guys, thank you so much for helping us rein the new decade with a new decade of Song Topsy episodes.
1: Oh, Jesus Christ, we're doing this for 10 years? Yes, Steve,
0: we've <laughs> committed 10 years. This oh, is, man. I this just, is our first fresh <laughs> decade of the Song Topsy Report, Steve, so
2: buckle up. Hey, and if we can somehow make, like, I don't know, 100 bucks a year, times that by 10, then I'm going to quit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And on that note, I am Nick Brigadier. I'm Mike
0: Russell.
1: And I'm the lead singer of System of a Duck Down. Oh.
0: <laughs> and we will see you next week. Take care.